My mother believed and my father believed that if I wanted to be president of the United States, I could be, I could be vice president. This is America. Former Vice President Joe Biden has been elected president of the United States. It is my greatest honor and privilege to have been your president. We will be back in some form. We are still deeply divided. Public health experts warned this was coming unless more was done. And here we are now. Are you proud of what happened here today? Absolutely. Never before in American history has there been an uprising like this. Of the 75 million Americans who voted for Donald Trump, I don't know how many today are feeling, dear God, what was I thinking? But I would wager a lot more are thinking, let's carry on this fight. Character matters. It matters. Tell them the truth matters. The 21st century is going to be the American century. Because we lead not only by the example of our power, but by the power of our example. That is the history of the journey of America. If you're still processing what the hell happened at the Oscars this week, you're not alone. Last night at his first stand-up show since the event, Chris Rock said he was too. I've been kicked out of a few places in my life, including Nijinsky's nightclub in Kildare, Port Arlington swimming pool and the Irish Post Awards here in London. On two of those occasions, I got asked to leave first. The implication being you can leave on foot or be carried out. Now, I'm not saying that the Oscars is any less fancy than or organised than any of the three venues I just mentioned. But this week it emerged that Will Smith was asked to leave by the Academy as they scrambled to save face in all of this. I'm not sure who did the asking, but he definitely said no and was allowed to stay. Today on Irishman in America, Marion McKeown joins us as always to talk to me about the growing anger within the Academy at its handling of the slap heard around the world, while the rest of Chris Rock's tour show tickets have been selling like hotcakes. There is now an apparent backlash against the handful of A-listers who publicly criticised Will Smith for invading the stage to deliver the slap mere minutes before receiving a standing ovation and the the best actor gone. Marion, has the inside track from what happened and what happened next. Later on, we'll talk about what Marion's called the most chilling story we've ever covered on the show. And of course, the fallout from Biden's slip of the tongue speech in Poland. Why was this supposed error in judgment on his teleprompter? Was it just one in a long line of Ron Burgundy style Biden gaffes? Or something else entirely. To hear it all, you need to come to patreon.com forward slash Irishman Abroad. But let's dig in straight away. Marion, did you watch the slap live or did you <laughs> did you manage to sit through four hours of the Oscars to get to this moment, which surely like Tyson biting Evander Holyfield's ear is just going to go on and on and on as a kind of focal point in culture for years to come? Yeah. And, you know, I agree with you there because I think it's not just about the the incident. It's about everything around it and, uh, you know, the shock that it triggered. Uh, I was at an Oscars party and uh, Oscars parties, because, as you said, the the whole thing is four hours and and 80 percent of it is tedious beyond belief. Uh, So we were dipping in now. But but uh, Chris Rock has such a presence that when he came on stage, we all stopped talking to, to listen to what he had to say. And also because I loved the Summer of Soul, I 
absolutely loved it. And I really wanted to to see that Questlove, you know, if he would get the, the award, which he did, thank goodness, although that, of course, mm-hmm. was overshadowed. So we all kind of held up and and, and stopped our, our chatter and, and banter. And, you know, the first thing, like everybody, we all thought, is this a stunt? Is this a stunt? Is this? But then when Will Smith went and sat back down and you could see the fury, but there were so many things because first of all, we saw him laugh when the joke was made first. The camera went on to Will Smith and he laughed. Now he wasn't splitting his sides, but he definitely laughed. And then from the the camera angle, this seemed to, he walked up to the stage. So we assumed it was a stunt. It was some kind of a, and uh, and then the, the slap. And Oh, my God, just so many things about it. Um, but but I think like that has all been covered and covered ad nauseum. And I'm with you because when, you know, let's go to the, the how the Academy handled it. How the Academy handled it was on on the night it, they seemed to do nothing. Now, my immediate reaction was when I saw pictures of, you know, Bradley Cooper and Denzel Washington, the footage of them comforting Will Smith, as it was described. I thought, why is nobody comforting Chris Rock? Mm, He's the guy who got slapped. Where are those images? Where's anybody? And, you know, nobody, there was no word of Chris Rock. And even until Wednesday this week, the Academy didn't even apologize to Chris Rock. They didn't mention, they didn't say, hope your face is okay. Did you put ice on that? You know, there there was nothing. Um, and, And to me, that's just... One of the many unforgivable things that the Academy did. Now, they did come out on Tuesday and say, oh, you know, we asked him to leave, but he refused. Why wasn't that made public before that? Why, whenever he was, you know, why didn't they immediately say that on the night? So I think and then they said we could have handled this differently. Well, could have, should have. I think they should have is what is a minimum what they should have said. Mm. Now, I've got a friend who I was out having dinner with on, on uh, Monday night and he he is an Academy member and he was various people were saying to me that the Academy members are much more. He said it in, indeed that the Academy members are much more upset about this that, than we realise and, and that not everybody is on Will Smith's side. And then another friend so, of mine so, said... So, so let me find out, who, who yeah. are the Academy members? When people talk about the Academy, who are they talking about? And you won't tell us who your friend is, obviously. No. But are we talking about like people like Denzel himself, Whoopi Goldberg? Are, are they oh, all yeah. actors and ex-winners? There, you don't have to be a winner. You don't even have to be a nominee, but you become a member. Like, for example, Ed Guiney from Element Pictures in Ireland would be an Academy member. Jim Sheridan, Terry George, all like there, there are quite a few Irish Academy members. It's basically people who have made significant films that have gone on general release. I think there are about, and I'd have to double check, I think there are about 700 Academy members. Uh, so it is an exclusive club, but it's 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 quite a big club as well. So there are, as I say, there are a lot of members. And then as a, another friend of mine was out with another member on Tuesday night having dinner, and they wrote a letter. She told me there and then at the table to the Academy, excoriating them basically for how they had handled this. And uh, and he sent his letter around to, to other Academy members. And apparently it, it just in it, within that circle went viral and everybody was pinging back. And then they sent it off to the Academy. And I don't know if the two events are connected, that they sent this letter telling the Academy they had 
absolutely mishandled this and how furious the members were. And if the Academy didn't do something, they were going to put out a statement. So, you know, that was a bit of the behind the scenes stuff that was going on, hmm. that that within the Academy itself, members were saying, this is outrageous. You, you, you're not, you know, the way you've handled this is pathetic. And stronger words, I, I understand to that effect. So um, how do you, how I, does your friend get a gauge, though, of what the general mood of 700 people is? There isn't a WhatsApp group that they're all in together. But how, how does your friend know that this feeling that they had is the feeling that's shared among a lot of the members? I think because when when he circulated the the well two different people one of them said they do have a, a WhatsApp group they do okay um, not for all seven hundred but there are there are dozens of them in it and and he said that they were you know and it could be a bit of academy ego where where it was more about them where they're going this makes us look bad this makes us look this is you know discrediting our awards night this is but some of them were also really angry they said look there were three women who presented it they did a good job you know and 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 of course nothing is remembered about that they nothing were great, is remembered has to be about, said yeah yeah and and so they were kind of also the the oscar ceremony has been losing it's been hemorrhaging viewers for decades now and suddenly the reason that people are talking about it of course is for all the wrong reasons so they they were fed up but they were mainly fed up because they felt the academy had cowed had been cowed by will smith's power by his bankability into behaving differently to how they would have behaved if somebody who was a, a surprise winner or a, a much lesser star had done that and this is what my friend said he said like we're all of the view that if it was one of us and he's a reasonably successful guy he said we would have been kicked out the door that second he said we wouldn't be able to take our seat again mm. and you know and i think that there there was that and this is where the academy came back and said oh well we asked him to leave but he said he, he ignored us so so they did nothing so they took their seats again and will smith was allowed to carry on and and deliver that up appalling self-serving speech you know and oh you talk about making it worse right you talk about dig upwards it's it was it was among the worst apologies i've ever seen and god we've seen some bad apologies over the time but to bring the kind of devil into things to uh, justify the violence the way he did it, 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 it really made matters worse for himself whereas and it's so funny talking about it with a child and there have been many articles written about how do we bring this to our kids and explain what happened why it was wrong uh, what elements of it was wrong who how much wrongness rests with each person Mm. uh, why Chris Rock's joke was wasn't okay but I kind of said to Mikey that things could have been very different if Will Smith had used his words in his speech to exact whatever slap he wanted to give. Exactly. Because uh, I would imagine that Chris Rock would have had difficulty recovering from this had Will mm-hmm. Smith said, I didn't like what Chris Rock said earlier because sitting right there is the strongest woman I know. And yeah. when jokes are made without forethought, people get hurt. I mean, all of that could have happened. And this is another universe in which it could have happened. But instead, any type of higher ground that he had is gone. And I wonder, does Will Smith recover from this? Is there much discussion around how uh, the Academy must be under pressure to suspend him, what that suspension might look like, and uh, if a punishment is even within their powers? 
Well, you know, there there's so much stuff right there, but but just to hone in on, this was another thing that that when we were chatting about this um, on Monday night, that that my buddy said he said everyone knew. Will, including Will Smith, that he was going to win that award because all these people talk to each other. Yeah. They all know who they all voted for. And he said, every one of us. And he said, and Will Smith knew it. He said, I can guarantee you Will Smith knew he was getting that award. It wasn't just for King Richard. It was a career award because, you know, he's he's made $10 billion for the Academy and they like that. That's You get rewarded for that. So he knew that he was going to be taking the stage later with virtual certainty. And he knew that he was going to have an opportunity to turn around and excoriate Chris Rock in whatever way, through wit, through humour, through just a really sincere, like, this is not OK for you to make fun of of people who are suffering from an autoimmune disease, you know. Um, and so he was going to have that opportunity. Also, Will Smith, and I've, I've seen it at events where he's been, the media follow him. He's like, it's literally like they. he would have, uh, every journalist in Hollywood was going to be at his disposal that night. And so he could have spoken through the media, he could have addressed it. You know, the, there was, what he did was inexcusable on every level because he is not a powerless man. He's an exceptionally, he's one of the most powerful people in Hollywood. He, whatever way he chose to respond, it was going to get ample airtime. So for him to go up and do that, and then in the speech, and I don't know if you noticed this, he he spoke about Ingenue Ellis, who who played um, the the Venus sisters' mother, and I thought was terrific um, in the movie, and uh, said she's one of the most delicate women I know, and it, you could see by her face, it's like why bring me into it? You know, he's saying I was protecting her, I'm protecting, I'm protecting. And, you know, the speech, which was not an apology, it was basically the most self-aggrandizing, like, I'm the protector. I'm, you know, you, you just, as you say, he went from bad to worse. But in terms of what the Academy can do, okay, what's being said at the moment? And as I say, this is partly I think probably pressure from from the letter that, that I know that went into the academy that was, by all accounts, pretty tough, um, and and just the general th things that we're hearing um, last night and this morning, uh, were that the academy is probably going to expel him. They won't take back his Oscar because they didn't take back Roman Polanski's Oscar. They didn't take back Harvey Weinstein Harvey Weinstein's multiple Oscars. So they won't take back his Oscar. Uh, but it, it's very likely that on April 18th he will be expelled from the academy. Now, what does that mean? It doesn't mean a whole lot. Uh, he's still eligible for awards. He can still be nominated. He can still receive future awards. But basically, it, it, I think that they, the, the sense seems to be that nothing less than that, given how badly they've handled it so far, that nothing less than expelling him from the academy will actually you know, be enough. So mm. we'll see. We'll see what happens. In terms of, I mean... You could argue that Will Smith's career has peaked. He's 53 years old. He's made, as I said, his movies have banked in around $10 billion, which is phenomenal. He and his his wife have started doing this thing. I think it's called West Westward um, Enterprises, where and it's kind of ironic where they they're talking about, you know, on their family issues that, you know, they, they had a discussion. He spoke about her infidelity and how their marriage almost break, broke down. Their children are part of this enterprise as well. And they've sold stakes in in the enterprise, which their family, it, it's kind of like a almost a Kardashian enterprise where their family are all in this together as how can we monetize our family? 
And they had some uh, uh, venture capitalists just paid, I think it was $60 million for a 10% share in this Smith family venture. So, you know, wow. that, that will that be the value of that be damaged? Because it, apart from the fact that, you know, it, certainly his reputation has taken a hit, but yet here in America, and one of the things, just what I think of it, the thing that appalled me more on the night than the slap and we were all watching this was when he got his award and he got a standing ovation. He got a standing ovation. From the now, same people guy, that just witnessed the slap. From the same the people. Uh, you who know, it has to there. be said, Marion, yeah. just briefly before before we get into that, but like some of the questions around why didn't they do this? Why didn't people do that? Nobody lifted a finger in the moment. I genuinely believe that people were confused as to whether that was real or not, whether that we did. We just see that. Uh, do you think that that's that, that that's possible, that people were so shook in the moment they didn't really know could, that they actually, just like Chris Rock, couldn't process it at the time? No, because they witnessed somebody striding on stage and assaulting somebody. And, you know, as I say, we thought it was a joke initially when we watched or some kind of a setup. But when he sat back down and his face was mm. and he yelled twice to yeah. keep my wife's name out of your effing mouth. So like roaring obscenities up at the stage as well. You know, um, I mean, it, everybody knew at that stage what it was. Everybody knew there was no doubt this was no stunt. This was no gag. This was Will Smith out of control doing something that was absolutely unacceptable. And yet they all stood and they all gave him a standing ovation, a sustained standing ovation. And my God, I remember seeing that and thinking, so this is OK now. This is OK you know, for people like you can imagine some poor guy working in some small comedy club. He makes a joke about Donald Trump and there's a couple of MAGO, bri MAGO hey, bros down the back. I don't, They're going to be, I don't, you know, I don't even need to imagine it, Marion. And I, this is where I can weigh in with yeah, some of, personal experience. Of course, here. yeah. I have had my stage invaded. I have been put mm -hmm. in a headlock by audience members. I've been forcibly kissed by audience members that have come on stage. I've had audience members wait for me after the show. I've had twice on two separate occasions I had audience members try and get into the dressing room to get to me. I also have had times where it was a time where there was a club that was so rough that I was playing. I wrote material that allowed me to bring my jacket and car keys on stage <laughs> so that I could have them in my hand. You should give them to Chris Rock. He can get them in the car. I mean, I, it's funny and all, but it, it did make me reflect on how much we expect comedians to roll with the punches, literally yeah. and figuratively. Yeah. Here is mm -hmm. a, an award ceremony that doesn't honour comedy. One of the mm. hardest things to do in the world is make yep. a room of people laugh. Comedy movies don't have their own Oscar yet. Every year they rely on the comedians to carry the show. And the only reason why is because if things go sideways, which they tend to do when, you know, Moonlight is being read out as the best picture, it's Jimmy Kimmel who's able to navigate that water. <laughs> has to rescue and, it and, yeah. and come through it. I cannot think of a single... Oscar presenter for individual awards or the main show itself who could navigate this moment the way Chris Rock did. I mean, yep. Martin Short or Steve Martin would have been wheeled off in a gurney after this this moment. <laughs> but Chris yep. Rock literally took it on the chin and mm. moved on. That's not to get away from the fact that, Marion, both jokes were reprehensible. And I say both is the Penelope Cruz joke that preceded 
the alopecia joke, which I don't like calling the alopecia joke because Chris Rock's not a bad person. He made a documentary about the significance of black women's hair. Uh, It's an incredible piece of work. People need to watch Good Hair if you haven't seen it. He knows he did not know about this condition. He made a terrible error of judgment. But on what planet does Will Smith believe that this would be acceptable? Like we talk about red mist and I'm losing control, Mary, but red mist, you know, from your law talking days is Mm -hmm. a momentary, is it not instantaneous response? Yeah. It is not a 12 step stride to the stage, you know, an action like that, which is then followed by these, you know, glaring him down with these. I just thought he he had left the reservation in, in as much as, you know, he knew he was going to win it. Yeah. He was entering the Icons Club that night yeah. and all of this was in his mind. I, I, I don't know if there's a question in what I'm saying here, but I do think that not enough has been given to Chris Rock in this moment. And yeah. when you mentioned to me in a text that there is now a backlash to, well, you explain what the backlash is now that we're right. saying. There were a handful of people who came out and defended Chris Rock. You know, the, the people who were all so busy, all the A-listers who were so busy comforting Will Smith, because of course we know in Hollywood, you go with the most powerful. You know, wh- whenever there's a, a showdown or a face-off, you get on the side of the person with the most power and the most money. So, And that is why Chris Rock was left pretty well isolated initially after people said, oh, poor Will Smith, and, and my God, this was so awful, and he had to defend his wife, and, you know, and Zoe Kravitz was one of the people who came out and said that, you know, she she did something. She she posted a couple of pictures of her in different outfits and she said, you know, picture at the show where it's now OK for us to assault people. And, you know, sort of. And then there was a backlash against her and an interview that she had done uh, where she spoke about Will Smith's son, Jaden Smith. She starred with him in a movie back in 2012. He was about 14 at the time. And she made a comment in the interview saying that based Basically, he was so grown up and so self-assured and so handsome, you know, and he is an exceptionally good looking kid uh, that and said she had to remember, you know, that he was younger than her. So this was then turned around and it was everybody going, oh, you know, you're a paedophile, basically, and you're slagging off Will Smith, you know, and and, and just this, you know, sort of and the, the responses were on that level of of uh, there were a couple of other people now who also defended Chris Rock. But again, they were excoriated and in on the because it's interesting, you know, the things there were polls taken immediately after this. And initially, like on Monday and Monday evening and Tuesday morning, most people said Will Smith was absolutely right. He was absolutely right. And they were it was overwhelmingly on the side of Will Smith. That seems to have. And I suspect it's no coincidence that the, the, the Academy has now is now riding this tide where there is now later in the week, a sort of a turning of the tide against Will Smith, where people are going, yeah, actually, you know what, that wasn't cool. And, you know, as you say, the red mist thing, I am not buying that because A, his immediate reaction was to laugh. He didn't jump out of his seat straight away. He Hmm. didn't catapult out of his seat the moment that joke was made. He laughed and then he walked up to the stage quite deliberately and he slapped 
Chris Rockhard. But as he walked back down, if you look at the footage, it appeared as though he was smiling. So he didn't look like an out of control person. So I think that he probably thought he's Will Smith and he can do whatever the hell he wants. Um, mm-hmm. and, and which, That's you know, no question very in my much mind. seems to be the case. No question in my mind that there was some peculiar logic at play that he thought that somehow he would be a hero in this yeah. moment. Now, yeah. it, it has to be said that people are like, well, I, uh, I was amazed how this ended the war in Ukraine because we didn't hear about it for I know. 18 hours, yeah. 24 hours. Yeah. Yeah. And that is really sad. But there is a bigger, you know, there is kind of bigger themes embedded in this, isn't there? Oh, yeah. This isn't just about Will Smith and Chris Rock. It's, yeah. There, there's there's so much about around, first of all, violence, uh, misplaced. I won't take this anymore. I disagree with what you say. Therefore, we're now enemies. That is kind of represented across all of America and this kind of yeah. splintered society that we see now. I'm not saying that any of that was in Will Smith's head, but, you know, it, it is a story. Could you picture this happening at any other moment in American history? I'm not so sure. You know, to me, it was very Trumpy. To me, it was very Trumpy. This was like, you know, and as I say, just referencing back, like the God knows the for my sins, which I, I can't imagine they were that appalling. But the hundreds of Trump rallies that I've attended over the last five or six years where Trump would say, slap the shit out of this guy and I'm going to punch the head off him. And, mm. you know, anybody who heckled him in his rallies, you know, if there were protesters, he would tell the audience to punch them and that he would pay their legal bills, you know, or he would say, you know, like, like his immediate reflex response to anybody who he felt disrespected him or disagreed with him or called him out was to punch them, punch them. And, and, you know, and this is sort of, you know, kind of a continuum of that. But I think it's mainly, I also wonder, and, and I think you touched on it there, as I said, Will Smith has now set up this sort of Kardashian type family enterprise. Did he calculate that, you know, igniting a controversy would sell tickets to his new venture? You know, you know, in the way that in reality shows they manufacture fights, they mm. manufacture. Um, I, I even want because everybody will tell you in Hollywood, no actor possibly apart from Tom Cruise, is more careful about their image and how they curate it and how they protect it than Will Smith. That he is one of the most controlled and most image conscious and most power conscious actors in Hollywood. And that everything he does is calculated and is considered and is reviewed and previewed. Uh, So again, I wonder if, you know, did he think that the fact that he's launching this new venture, I'll get it, this will get everyone talking or it just seems to me that there may have been an element of calculation, which I find even more sinister personally, if there was, than somebody who just lost the plot in it. Mm. Because clearly, as we've just discussed, it didn't seem like he instantly just like catapulted out of that seat and ran up on the stage. And, you know, it, it seemed more calculated than that. So I, I, don't, I don't know. know. I, I'd be much more in the camp of we just watched a public meltdown, uh, even yeah. even the partying afterwards, the. Uh, you know, the yeah. very visible yeah. singing of <laughs> getting jiggy with it. Yeah. It, it, it yeah. just screamed of somebody who had just the moment swallowed them. 
and they they lost yeah, but no remorse grip. like as you say you saw him at that party will smith didn't think he did anything wrong you know, like like that speech, as I say, was all self-serving. But the party, the swagger and the arrogance, there there was clearly, you know, he's out there on the floor with his Oscar and it's all about him. And and I just there look, there was no remorse. I, I suspect that Will Smith only apologized to Chris Rock because his advisors and his team and everybody said, look, uh, hang on now, this is going a bit south for you. You know, mm. let's let's let um, yeah, the, the calculation was here. done. Yeah. 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 Well, we've got an awful lot more to talk about with Marion, including, as I said, the Joe Biden slip of the tongue speech in Poland. It's not the first time, Marion, that we've talked about these playing to the gallery moments that Biden yeah. has produced in the last even three weeks. We're going to get into that, what it means for uh, the people of Ukraine and the situation as it is on the ground. The fact that the Pentagon says that around 20 percent of troops near Kiev have pulled back. Does that change things? Yeah. Uh, Jeannie and Clarence Thomas is uh, a story that we really need to get into. That will all take place in the second half of the show over on patreon.com forward slash Irishman Abroad. If you are loving these conversations with Marion, then you really need to sign up. It's very easy to do. Couple of clicks, you're in and you've access to absolutely everything that we've produced over the last eight years. Hundreds and hundreds of episodes from our back catalogue. So come on over. The second half is available there now. Ready? You have the cameras rolling? This is America. A lot of people who would probably consider themselves liberal have done very well financially under the Donald Trump four years. You encouraged espionage against our people. You condemn any interference by Russia in the American election. By Russia or anybody else. Russia, please, if you can, get us Hillary Clinton's emails. Please, Russia, please. To renew America, we must revitalize our democracy.